to two groups in this country, patriots and traitors. No middle ground. Disinformation is not simply lies or falsifications. It is the art of having your enemies say what you want them to say. Who would engage in espionage on Twitter? Who would be that stupid? Not me. It's very important to educate people about these techniques. They have the Great Reset, we have the Great Awakening. Another type of active measure is the agent of influence. And why shouldn't I root for Russia? Because Which I am. You know, it's very hard for journalists to accept that this has been going on. What do you get your opinions from? TV? Disinformation is actually a deliberately distorted or manipulated information that is uh, leaked into the communication system of the opponent with the expectation that it would be accepted as genuine information and uh, influence either the decision-making process, for example, or to influence or manipulate public opinion. I want to see these people go through misery because of their grooming against our children. Some questions remain unanswered. What is the effect of all these active measures? I did nothing wrong. Welcome to the Did Nothing Wrong podcast, where we cut through the noise and help you make sense of the chaotic information space around us. I'm Griff Somke. And I'm Jay McKenzie. On this episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast, we review QAnon appreciator Jim Caviezel's latest theatrical blockbuster, The Sound of Freedom. We also break down the drama between Charlie Kirk's Turning Point USA and his former friends at Fox, and we fact-check Tucker Carlson's latest interview with accused human trafficker Andrew Cobra Tate. Check it out. We've had Mike Rothschild on this podcast a couple times now. He's great. He's written about QAnon and the conspiracy theory culture that is everywhere online. His latest book is Jewish Space Lasers. We interviewed him about that. Sure, we'll have him on again. But the relevant info for today's show is that the right got really, really mad (laughs) at Mm. Mike Rothschild in particular. Really, really mad. Yeah, recently he appeared on CNN to talk about the new movie Sound of Freedom, which stars Jim Caviezel. And as some of you may have heard, this movie is a not very subtle dog whistle to the saving the children side of the QAnon movement. Here's uh, some of what Mike Rothschild had to say about it. And you seem pretty familiar with him because he doesn't really hide his association with this real wild plot uh, that that involves, you know, drinking the blood of children and things like that. No, he doesn't hide it at all. And you have a lot of people who are in this world of QAnon who say, oh, they don't know what that is. They've never heard of it. They're just asking questions. With somebody like Jim Caviezel, he is openly embracing it. He's openly using its catchphrases and its concepts. He's speaking at QAnon conventions. And this film is being marketed to either specific QAnon believers or to people who believe all of the same tenets as QAnon, but claim they don't know what it is. And The Sound of Freedom does focus on a real issue of sex trafficking. Uh, But that theme, it's sort of like that kernel of truth that feeds the QAnon conspiracy theory. Uh, Tell us how those two things work together. 
Sure. And the most durable and the most believable conspiracy theories are not entirely false. There's something in them that is true and the rest of it is false. But the believers point to the one true thing and they say, oh, you don't believe that this particular thing is true. In terms of child trafficking, we know trafficking is real. We know it has real victims. No one is denying that. But these films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. And with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts of these child trafficking rings that are run by the high-level elites and only people like Tim Ballard and only people like Jim Caviezel and by extension only people like the ticket buyer can help bring these trafficking rings down. So there's a very participatory element. You're not just going to see a movie, you're just killing two hours on a hot day. You are helping bring down these, these pedophile rings and save children. Now it's not true but it's a very comforting and it's a very warm feeling to have. Well, yeah, and needless to say, that that got pretty much everybody on the right upset. And everywhere they got mad, they cut the clip of him saying that, yes, child trafficking is a is a real problem and and something that we have to combat. And they just took that out and and it essentially got whittled down into, well, the left just wants to diddle kids. Shocker, huh? Shocker that they would dishonestly edit a piece of footage to make a narrative point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. Why? Oh, this guy went on CNN and he just, he just wants to smear all these, all these patriots who Mm -hmm. want to save the children and do right in the name of the Lord and QAnon. But QAnon doesn't, doesn't exist. It's, we don't, we don't know what that is. Don't worry about that. Here's Steve Bannon's take on it. And this is what CNN, remember, this is the mainstream media going to sit there. Well, you know, there is some truth. There is some trafficking thing. But no, this is a moral panic. And they're going to – how can it not be moral panic when you look at the scale of this? Well, you know, maybe maybe Steve's got a point. Maybe, he does. He does. Or uh, <laughs> maybe poor Jim Caviezel has just been unfairly smeared. I know. I watched some of Bannon's commentary. He said that Caviezel could have been Tom Cruise. He could have been this he huge Hollywood been. celebrity. He's more concerned with saving the children. He's uh-huh. more concerned with doing what's what's right for for the people out there. And God bless him. So here's Jim Caviezel's kind of response to all of that. Here's here's what he had to say on the the May 18th morning edition of Steve Bannon's War Room podcast. It's like a a, a, a tentacle, the, the uh, octopus with arms. It's many many arms, but you got to go after the head of the octopus in this one. Who is it? The central banks, the IMF. The ECB, the private West Central Banks, the Biz, the Rothschild Banks. We have a Rothschild Pope. And there are great Americans out there that are fighting right now, fighting with all their hearts, but they, they don't have a voice. So I'll be that voice. Unlike many of you, I believe Jesus was a Jew. And um, I'm certainly not anti-Semitic. How could I be? I love the Son of Man. When Fox was doing this movie, they didn't want me. I'm not saying all of Fox doesn't want me. I'm saying at the the power positions, they would not hire me. And I was one of their main guys. I I did a movie called The Thin Red Line. And then suddenly after the passion, I couldn't get a job. The studios wouldn't hire me. But see, they're all controlled by the central banks. People have to, do you really think Biden is the president of the United States? Do you really think he's running our country? Please. Who above him? Who are the puppeteers? Here's how you'll know that everything I've said is the truth. When they come out and they just blast me, they have to. They have no choice. 
because the devil has no choice in this matter. God is coming for him. And I'm talking about the Christ Jesus God. That is the one that's coming after him. And there's a big storm coming and they know it. So they have to go and threaten you with everything from Q and on or whatever they want to say. Do you know what Q really means? It means question. That's what one of these people told me. And I said, well, that, that seems like a good thing. Anon, question, right? Anons then go out and research it to see if it's true because we've been sped, fed their lies. And here's Jim Caviezel hitting the right wing trifecta of adrenochrome, Ukrainian biolabs and the three letter agencies. All right. Here's, here's the, for a barrel of oil, $77. For a barrel of body parts and uh, what's going to be adrenochrome, all the plumes that are in the woman's mother's wombs, that goes into a plastic barrel. That's 77,000. Now, that gets sent into these um, uh, oh, biolabs. Barrel oil, seventy-seven $77,000 $77, for a barrel of body parts of children, blood, all of that goes to these biolabs. And then now go to Victoria Newland's testimony. The, the, the bio labs. You're talking about the bio labs in Ukraine. What, Correct. What? How? Can and other pl and wherever all that, else is wherever else those places are. So yes. Walk through the supply chain of the of the supply into the bio labs. What do, what do they take? As far as the, I what's can't the give input? you the molecular structure. No, 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 I can no, give no. you. What's, the what's, what's this? The input of the body parts. Everything. All the waste. All the body waste. All of that. That's what they told Which me. Has the stimulant in? Uh, yes, that's one way. Again, it. it's probably not the ultimate way, but it's probably a diet coke. Who's organizing that? I would have to say definitely that it has to be in the three-letter agencies. So I don't really think it's unfair at all to call this guy a QAnon believer because what he just said in those clips is literally what they believe. You don't think it's unfair to say this guy is pilled out of his mind? No, this guy is. <laughs> this guy's absolutely pilled out of his mind. We have a Rothschild Pope. Seriously. So and that that one I don't even know. Does he does he literally mean that Francis is a Rothschild or does he mean that the Rothschilds appointed the current pope? I think what he means is that the Rothschilds appointed the current pope. That's a pretty old conspiracy theory and again this goes back to the notion of there are folks out there who think that everything after the Catholics had their Vatican II conference was completely illegitimate. And the stuff that's coming out of this guy's mouth at this point really starts to sound like he's one of those people. He hangs around with Mel Gibson a lot and people will debate what Mel Gibson really believes, but Mel Gibson is without a doubt one of those people. He is absolutely a Sidvanticist as they call themselves. And they believe that this is an illegitimate church. And once you start going down that road, what you're going to find real quick is who they're blaming the illegitimacy of the church on. And the Rothschilds are one of those names that just keeps coming up. Wonder why. Yeah. Well, I, you listen to Caviezel and like, it's just difficult to even explain how how deep he is into the QAnon movement and the talking points. It's like the guy went through Q drop by Q drop and just injected it into himself. He's saying things in 2023 that a lot of the, the big name QAnon influencers let go years ago because it's, it's just too out there, even for them. It's too much. People have moved on. They don't know what he's talking about. Let's focus on the more general 
child trafficking is bad and the deep mm-hmm. state and all the hidden hand stuff. I mean, Caviezel's like, no, man, Q drop number three. That, that's my jam. I talked to somebody and he told me that Q just stands for question, question anon. That's all this is. And question. Like, question, whatever that means. Which is not even a... Some of this stuff is like it's it even sort of devolved in his own mind. Like he's he's taken the idea and just sort of broken it down and explained it to himself in a new way. It is. It <laughs> he's is baking. Uh, he's baking. He's baking uh, yeah, on site. Yeah. You watch that whole clip and you see Steve Bannon kind of like, well, maybe you should kind of slow down a little bit on this. <laughs> I mean, when Steve Bannon is telling you to kind of dial it back a little bit. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of like Kanye going on Infowars. Mm. The same thing happened when Kanye went on Tim Pool's show, but in both cases, they kind of tried to just pull him back a little. Let's let's just let's just dog whistle about the Jews. Let's not actually <laughs> let's not actually go there, Kanye. And Kanye's like, nah, man, fucking, I love Hitler. <laughs> all the all the Kanye things that he said, and then Alex Jones like, ah, let's go to commercial. Which, yeah, Alex Jones has avoided that for a long time, and Bannon. It didn't really discourage him, but it's also, you can see the wheels turning. He understand. I know what you're talking about. I know this QAnon stuff, but of course, Bannon can't say that he knows anything about QAnon. What's QAnon? We don't even, we just care about kids. It's, and that same thing that Trump did where let's, let's have a press release about how many children we saved this week. And then someone asks us about QAnon and we say, who, what, all that? All I know is they care about kids. Why is that so bad? Well, in this case, it's bad because Caviezel is, he's, he's lost his mind. Yeah. This man is, I am, I'm honestly shocked that he can read and remember a script and get through a scene. This man is not well. It's really ironic that the man is an actor because he, out of a lot of the people that we've heard say this kind of stuff sounds more like a true believer than just about anyone else I've ever heard. There's no way this could be a role for him at this point. He, I think he really believes this. I think to him, this is the lost gospel or something because the way he's talking about this, this is, this is his purpose. Now this is what makes his life make sense. And how, how dare Mike Rothschild, point out that this is a QAnon friendly movie that people in the Q movement are absolutely using it Mm -hmm. to draw more people in. It's the same thing we saw before the 2020 election when there were safe, the children rallies out there in the world and, and normies, just the average person sees a banner for, Oh, there's a rally to protect children from, from trafficking. Well, What's so bad about that? Maybe I'll go check it out. And maybe for every 10 people that went, seven or eight just showed up and thought, oh, okay, I did some good and on with my life. And maybe the other one or two said, huh, you got any more material? Could How do I learn more? How do I get more involved? And that's what they wanted. And that's what this movie is about. And that's why we've also seen a bunch of of these QAnon influencers talking about how the movie theaters are. Yeah. You, you've, you've seen this, right? Oh, they're, yeah, tra- absolutely. they're trying to set, there's all this weird stuff going on at AMC. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like shutting down the AC. So we had to watch this movie when it was hot or they're cranking up the AC. So we were freezing. It's like, you know, it's summer guys. This happens. 
I couldn't I couldn't hear the movie or they forgot to turn the lights off or all these things. Yeah, they pay someone minimum wage to <laughs> sit behind the booth and it's some 16-year-old kid who doesn't care. No, nah, man, it's the deep state, the deep state plot. I'm like, okay, did the deep state make you leave? No, they played the whole movie and then you... Somehow got to go watch it, really? Uh, okay. But but of course they're doing this. Of course they're acting like someone is trying to prevent them from... Because it's more good content. Mm-hmm. It's more it's more ways to go out there and say, they're going to try to stop you. They're going to try to do everything they can to prevent you from getting this message. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore the fact that they're not shutting it down, that it's out in theaters, that anyone can go see it. No, man, they're, they're, they're going to We're being put censored. Up roadblocks. It's like, yeah, they're not. Anybody <laughs> with eight bucks can go watch that movie if they want to. And there's no way you can claim that you're somehow being censored because your movie is in tons of theaters in America. I mean, what were you like the number three movie in the country a couple weeks ago? Seriously, yeah, you're doing yeah, fine. It was, it was briefly. So yeah, it's uh, go see this movie. They don't want you to. They, they, the big they, don't want you to go see. And then go home. And then why don't you go watch some interviews of Jim Caviezel talking about this? And then you'll find your way back to QAnon influencer who claims he doesn't know QAnon. And honestly, probably you'll see Elon Musk replying to that person any day now. So uh, right. the movement just continues to grow. And how dare someone like Mike Rothschild get on there and prevent you from saving kids? What is his deal? Well, I mean, it all starts with his last name, I think. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's God bless Mike Rothschild for going on and actually calling this out. And all the criticism of him, the vast majority of people had something to say about his name. They were like, oh, he's one of those Rothschilds. Huh. Of course they wouldn't want you to see it. It's like, you're really showing your hand there, people. You're really, yeah. really showing where you're coming from on this one. Well, and, and QAnon from the beginning has just been an anti-Semitic pipeline. It mm-hmm. always, no matter where it starts, it always ends at the Jews did it. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, ah, they, here's their spokesperson. It's not George Soros today. It's Mike Rothschild or whomever. They're just feeding this perpetual blood libel beast that they've created. And it's, it's, it's bad. And the adenochrome thing is honestly the blood libel updated for the 21st century. That is where we are going with all of this. That is where they are going. The smarter ones know it. Some of them haven't read enough books to understand where they're going with this, but that is exactly what they're talking about in this case. And Oh, and as, as Jim Caviezel has said in an interview, another interview, that you, you can't even say the word adrenochrome. You can't even, you can't even talk about that. Yeah, man, you can't and you shouldn't. You shouldn't <laughs> talk about blood libel in public. You shouldn't, like, you should know better. You should mm-hmm. know that this is insane, that this is the most horrific anti-Semitic trope that exists. It's not canceling to not want to be associated with a crazy anti-Semitic person who thinks blood libel is real. Yes, of course they're they're backing away from you. There's no conspiracy here. You've lost your mind. Please get help. But no, 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 no. Dems and the left just, they just want to let the pedophiles run wild. That's that that is obviously the more likely explanation here, right? Right. And like you said about Kanye, they're gonna milk any celebrity, any famous person who decides that they're going to go down this road. They're gonna get that person and milk that person for all of their career, all of their name value that they could possibly get out of this. And 
once they're done, well, they're Scott Bayo. Yeah, they don't care what happens to Jim Caviezel or whoever it is next. Yeah, it, it is sad. It's just sad. It's it's just depressing and sad to watch these guys. But it's so lazy too, and it, it's such easy content. You get a massive number of retweets and engagement, and all you have to do is say, "Oh, the left is all pedophiles." That's it, and. The long-term consequences of feeding this information to half the country, half the world that, yeah, yeah, your, your political opposition, they're just pedophiles. There are going to be negative consequences and, and yeah, we're not done dealing with those. No, we are not. There is so much drama on the right these days. When is there not? It's all about the drama, baby. Soap (laughs) opera, GOP. All right. And it's easier than governing, right? (laughs) That sounds hard. Shit posting, once again, it really isn't. You just press send, it's done. Mm -hmm. Maybe the intern writes it for you. Uh, And where did he get it? Well, I don't know. Go check his telegram. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, these these people don't want to, they don't want to work hard. No. Why finish school when you can start a conservative student group and pocket that sweet donor cash? Absolutely. Are are you talking about community college dropout Charlie Kirk by any chance? Well, uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. The the brilliant thought leader who uh, (laughs) right on the, the... the pulse of the youth. He's he's just, he's got his finger to that pulse and he is just out there at the Lord's TPUSA. The Lord's uh, TPUSA. Dog whistling that white Nash. No, no. Dog whistling those Q and... No, no, no. He's uh, parroting those Kremlin talking... Ah, shit. He is... <laughs> he's the Lord's servant. It's, the Lord's just, servant. And the Lord's servant is uh, putting on... It's actually a brand new event, first time, the Turning Point Action Conference. Yeah, it's it's, I, I, it's somehow different than their other Turning Point events. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. They're doing it. <laughs> but it is noticeable for its lack of participation from any of the big names at Fox. You know, that's not surprising right now. Because Charlie and Fox don't really get along too well these days. According to Daily Beast here, Fox is done with TPUSA. Done, done? Yeah, it seems like unlike past years, Fox isn't actually going to cover Charlie's little conference. They usually do. They've spent quite a bit of time live streaming. They've had teams on site to broadcast live updates from this. And this year, they're, who's Charlie Kirk? We've never heard of such a fellow. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Kirk, who has probably been on Fox hundreds of times, mm-hmm. maybe. Probably hundreds. I don't know that he's old enough for thousands, but uh, <laughs> but it's possible. I'm not, I'm not sure. He's he's had quite a few hits on there. Yeah, in 2021, they did a special broadcast from a TPUSA event, and they even live-streamed a good chunk of it. So, yeah, what are they going to fill that time with? Meh, life alert commercials and reruns of Hannity, probably. Hmm. It does seem like the the rift between the the MAGA right and the what's left of conservative ink, which Fox, I, I guess, is still trying to, to pull away and claim some sort of respectability back. After that Dominion suit, 
There is an attempt being made. I'm not sure how it's going, though. <laughs> yeah, they spent a lot of money on Dominion. They really blew it. $787.5 million on Dominion. And that was a settlement, which means they yeah. were worried that it was going to go way worse if they went to trial. Ever since then, they've been kind of scaling back some of the conspiracy, some of the people who push that conspiracy, you know, they let Dan Bongo go. They, mm-hmm. you know, ended up letting Tucker go and nobody's really sure of the reasons, but everybody's pretty convinced it had something to do with that. And now they're looking at another potential lawsuit again with a guy named Ray Epps, who they've spent quite a bit of time saying was the fed who was responsible for January 6th. And yes, the, the one man uh-huh. who somehow <laughs> managed to stir up the mob and make all those people storm the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was some random Trump supporter. It wasn't, it wasn't all the, the lies that Trump spread and all the lies no. on social media and the lies on Fox news. No, it was this random dude kind of, from Arizona, just some random guy. Some guy, some guy. Well, he had a MAGA hat on mm-hmm. and, and he must have been a fed because the Democrats like him now or what, <laughs> whatever. And now he is suing Fox News and he is saying that Tucker Carlson and his guest, Darren Beatty, once again, going to remind everyone that Darren Beatty is the, <laughs> the man who was uh, kicked out of the Trump White House for his ties to white nationalists. The Trump White House. The yes. Trump White House fired him for being a <laughs> white nationalist. What does that say? I know. It really did happen. It, <laughs> that, I need that to go in the history books because it did actually occur. And then mm-hmm. they, they stopped caring. But yes, that, that does uh, raise more questions about why they let Tucker go. Did you see that Ray Epps apparently has Dominion's lawyers? I did. I did. <laughs> and and I have read a couple profiles on him and I I don't know defamation cases in this country are are hard. If he was in if he's in the UK, I'd be certain that he's going to win. Mm-hmm. But it's the US. It is it is hard, but there've definitely been multiple profiles of Epps done and he's talked about people just randomly showing up at his door and having harassing phone calls and just a lot of behavior that would be very unsettling. And if, and if there are people out there in the world who think, Oh, this is the guy who, Oh, we, he tried to ruin Trump and the MAGA movement. And there's all this anger still directed at Mm -hmm. him. I, I think he's got a strong case. Well, and when you've got Tucker using phrases like I know for a fact, Right. I, I think it, it is fair to say that Tucker Carlson ruined this man's life. I'm, I'm not going to say that that means he will win, but it's certainly possible. And the Dominion suit, it, well, if it proved anything, it's that Fox News thought they might win too. So this is another one that's going to hurt. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, as we've pointed out, they're trying to walk themselves, at least get some distance between themselves and the various conspiracy theorists and propagandists that have been on their network for a while, because regardless of how much money you're taking in, you know, three quarters of a billion dollars is going to hurt regardless of what you are. That's, that's a lot of money and they're going to have to figure out how do we not get any more judgments like that going forward, if nothing else. And so they've walked back 
a lot of their involvement with a lot of these people. And when you well, because Charlie Kirk has still consistently said that 2020 was stolen, mm-hmm. and even though what 63% of Republicans agree with him. Yeah. That is not something that Fox wants to attach themselves to. It could also explain why apparently Ron DeSantis was invited to this event and, and Fox has been championing Ron and out there just giving him softball interview after softball (laughs) interview. And clearly it's not working because he keeps going down in the polls, but, uh, he's he's supposed to be their respectable alternative that's going to bring down Trump. And well, he even he turned it down. So it does make you wonder if Fox kind of nudge him in that direction, too. And it makes you wonder about the long term viability of Fox, because we've got a business model that seems to be based on appealing to a demographic that is aging and when you get rid of a Tucker Carlson, who was about the only person that anybody under the age of 60 really watches much of on Fox, what is your plan for sustainable ratings going forward? What is your plan for bringing in these? uh, You're not going to pivot to the center. You're not going to try and convince people on the left that they should give you a chance. I mean, it's generationally poisoned at this point. No. And and now they finally settled on Tucker's replacement because (laughs) that uh, 8 p.m. slot was just getting absolutely pummeled in the ratings. But yeah, it's Jesse Waters, who is not a great guy. He does not have a great history and he is not really anybody's idea of of a centrist or a moderate, but he's He's more friendly to the older audience and he's he's not he's just not going to excite the well the groiper no wing the Gen <laughs> Z even the millennial racist wing of the Republican Party which Tucker Carlson managed to do. So yeah, I don't I I honestly really wonder are they going to sell Fox? Is there do they think there's a long-term plan and they're just they're just confused or are they really just kind of running out the clock here? Yeah. It's really tough to say at this point because it really looks like from the outside, it looks like they're flailing. It looks like we know we made a huge mistake when it comes to going too far into the conspiracy stuff. And we know we're going to have to pay a bunch of money for that, but we're not sure entirely how to get out of that. We're not sure how do we not do that and still have a sustainable business model because that's what the base wants. The base wants stolen election. The base wants Trump really won. The base wants dog-whistled white nationalism. And if you're not going to give them that, somebody will. Yeah. And you're going to lose out to those people. So, yeah, they really don't have anyone to blame but themselves here. They pushed this lie to such an extent that they ended up having to shell out. And now they've got a problem where they don't know whether to go and how to go forwards with any of this. And wish I could say I felt even slightly bad for them, but, you know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Uh-huh. Good luck. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So sad. So sorry. Indeed. <laughs> Speaking of ex-Fox employees, Tucker Carlson is doing some really bold and courageous journalism. Just stunning and brave that guy is. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's free from the shackles of his corporate masters at Fox, and he can just 
cover the topics that the people really want to know about. He can even go where a guy like Joe Rogan is afraid to go. He's so, he's so tough. He's so alpha. Uh-huh. He's willing to travel all the way to Romania just so he can give a voice to the voiceless and bring the censored man, the top G himself, Mr. Andrew Cobra Tate, an interview. Wow. The man is just a regular Edward R. Murrow, a titan of journalism, going all the way to Romania in pursuit of the truth. And why do you have to go to Romania again? Because it seems, um, just looking at my notes here, oh, yes, yes, Andrew Tate can't leave his house. Or if he does, well, he has to go back to jail. And I'm pretty sure they're monitoring that with uh-huh. a little, little <laughs> device on his ankle. Yeah, remember, he's been charged with rape, human trafficking, which has been upgraded to human trafficking in a continued form, Ooh. and forming an organized crime group to exploit women sexually. Needless to say, these are very serious charges, and he's looking at a long stay in prison, maybe even decades behind bars if he's convicted. But that's not what Tucker said he was charged with. Tucker literally said the following. Well, the fact that you're not accused of a sex crime or of violence, which I think most people don't really understand. And they can look it up. I mean, but you're not actually accused of rape Correct. Selling anyone. Correct. Pimping. Correct. Okay. Um, That right there raises a lot of questions. Well, the simple answer here is that uh, Tucker's full shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Never, never let the accused tell you what they're, what they're uh, (laughs) accused of or charged with. They're going to lie. This is the old rule about don't believe them unless they're under oath. And even then. Exactly. Exactly. Anybody can tweet anything. Anybody can say anything. Yeah. According to a June 20th, 2023 press release by Romania's Directorate for Investigating Organized Crime and Terrorism, four people, including Andrew and his brother Tristan Tate, were charged with constituting an organized criminal group, human trafficking, and rape. While the press release does not specify which defendant was charged with rape, court documents and an official from the prosecutor's office confirm it was Andrew Tate. Wow, that is not at all what Tucker just said in there. So Tucker Carlson lied? Oh my God. Courageous and stunning and brave, that guy. Well, you see, (laughs) Andrew Tate is in a war and... One might say it's a war for your mind. And (laughs) he is in the thick of it trying to free men from mental slavery. And you just imagine what it's like to go into Andrew Tate's home. They just, the psychological torture, they must be putting that brave truth teller under. And Tucker just went into the lion's den. He just sat down with Andrew Tate and and his... uh, were they in the 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 home that's in the meat packing district? I believe they were. A that's castle. That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one. I'm assuming he can't leave. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Tate is uh, has been known to take some pictures of the countryside and the historic landmarks in Romania and claim that that was his home. When further investigation revealed he was actually residing in the meatpacking district and he had actually taken one of those plants and repurposed it as, uh, well, both a home and a place for the cam girls that he is allegedly exploiting to perform. 
And once again, I'm going to remind everyone, we've mentioned this before, and I tweeted it out, but the Romanian prosecutors also say that the women in this alleged criminal group, according to Romanian prosecutors, the women were required to tattoo either the name or the face of the man who was sexually exploiting them. So basically, Andrew Tate is a pimp. That is pimp shit. Yeah. And that is yeah. what Andrew Tate is doing. And that's branding. That's that's branding what you consider to be your property. That they're treating women like okay. chattel. Uh-huh. And that is why you are being charged with the things that you are being charged with. Because that is exactly what you are doing. And Tucker Carlson, there are so many things that they said in this interview that are terrible, that are wrong, and... Yes, we could list all the things. You could go find that somewhere else. But I think the thing that sticks out to me is that Tucker Carlson is so desperate for you to pay attention to him, for you to not forget he exists, for him to retain his place in the culture war, that he will just cast all of these concerns and charges and allegations against Andrew Tate aside and and go fly to Romania and interview this guy mm-hmm. because he hates nothing more than irrelevance. And he does not care who he has to platform, normalize, <laughs> lie about for you to please God pay attention to Tucker and know how he's just he's just a beautiful baby boy and we have to talk about him. And the interview itself was insane. He just let Andrew Tate cook in this interview. And Andrew Tate gave some very Andrew Tate answers to these questions. He believes that the Matrix is out to get him. He has seen that movie apparently one too many times and doesn't understand that it was made by a couple of trans women about the experience of being trans in modern society. They've said this. He believes that the matrix is out to get him because he is freeing these men's minds from mental slavery. He believes depression is a psyop. He's never been depressed in his life because he doesn't believe in it. See, (laughs) they talked about the great replacement. He says that, you know, part of the point of the matrix is to lower Western men's testosterone and replace them with high testosterone third worlders. And Tucker's just sitting here nodding along and going along gleefully with all of this stuff. It's just insane. The one that stuck out to me is he said that he's been discriminated against more for being a straight male than he has been for being black. He's half black. And he says that he's gotten more. Everyone's so focused on race. But really, the the real crime is the people who attack him for being a straight man. Because we just... We just don't allow straight. Yeah, just, we just don't allow straight men in this. Co- it's the dumbest thing. We don't allow straight men. Really? Really? There's all. <laughs> really, uh, you're put uh, upon uh, because you're a straight man. Okay, come on. <laughs> a lot come of people on. making a lot of money peddling that line, so I'm not really surprised. I'm I'm not surprised that there's an audience for it. But your life is hard because you're a straight man in Western society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, us, us straight men. <laughs> Oh, it's just so, it's so hard out there. Uh-huh. Ah, you heard about, you heard about this affirmative action ruling? They Ooh. just, they took her dubs. <laughs> they took her dubs. <laughs> took her dubs. They took her dubs. They took her dubs. They took her dubs. They took her dubs. 
<laughs> your life is hard because you're a sex trafficker, bro. That's why your life is hard right now, because you are doing really horrible things and you're having to pay for the consequences of those horrible things. But no, they took our jobs. Chug a little more soy there, cuck boy. Yeah. Yeah. The other horse related news is that, well, Tucker, the white nationalist Twitter streamer, as I like to call him, <laughs> uh, put this video out there. And of course, Elon Musk said, interesting. Uh, interesting interview with with Andrew Tate. Yes, it's so interesting, interesting to talk to a man accused of rape and human trafficking. Actually, we should also point out that Andrew Tate has been accused of rape multiple times in his life. Okay, in this case, it's apparently by multiple women. So I'm I'm having to explain. It is multiple times and multiple women at multiple different times in his life. Now, granted, I there has not been a conviction. One might might say one might wonder aloud if women who came forward with these accusations were threatened into changing their statements uh, at a at a future time or if they were otherwise incentivized or told to let the charges go this is the thing that happens mm -hmm. we know it happens especially when you're a woman and you don't have a lot of resources or support in your life. A large man with his scary looking friends and his connection to obscure Eastern European mobsters tells you you need to let this go. And well, you kind of understand why you might do that. And nevertheless, Tate has been accused of rape by multiple women at multiple times. And let's also point out that part of the reason Tate is in Romania is by his own admission that he didn't want to get accused of rape again and you can get away with a lot more over there. Yeah, exactly. He's he said this out loud. Uh-huh. So what happens? He moves to Romania and gets accused of rape again. Maybe it's not where you live. Mhm. Mm saying mm -hmm. maybe yeah. maybe there's another factor here and maybe you're it. Could could possibly be. But nevertheless, Elon said it was interesting. He's boosted several people who favorably commented on the interview and Twitter has also rolled out this uh, new deal where if you say enough nice things about Elon Musk and you get a lot of engagement and replies on Twitter, well, Twitter will pay you and several people, several far right influencers who are big Elon Musk stands and the Krasenstein brothers who are also big <laughs> Elon Musk stands got paid for some of the terrible behavior that they they uh, show and repeat online. Mm -hmm. And they tweeted about it and said, oh, thank you. Thank you, Elon. Thank you so much. And one of those people who got 20K for shit posting on Twitter was Andrew Tate. <laughs> so, hey, advertisers, if you're currently advertising on Twitter, here's a guy who you're helping fund. You're helping pay his legal fees. And he says he's donating it all to some charity or whatever uh -huh. does anyone believe that does anyone believe that come on cool story it's andrew fucking tate cool story no no one well, believes like, that yeah mr multi-level marketing scam this is the least trustworthy <laughs> man i can think of on the internet right now so yeah if you want to keep advertising on twitter just keep in mind who you're helping keep afloat and which charges you're apparently helping him fight mm-hmm Thanks for listening to the Did Nothing Wrong podcast. If you want to hear more, you can find us on the web at didnothingwrongpod.com. 
please make sure you subscribe to get our content straight into your inbox. You can also follow us on Twitter at James, the word for, and the letter M, all one word, and Grizza BJJ, G-R-Z-A-B-J-J, as well as DNW Pod. We're extremely grateful for paid subscriptions and donations that allow us to keep doing this important work. Thanks, and remember, everyone mentioned did nothing wrong.